Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. We got two lively old men here. We got lots of shit to talk about. You know, like music, hot women. You know, like anything we can think of. So you best listen up. Many a long years ago, I met this deadhead hippie down at Nabisco. Now he is one of the coolest dudes that I know. Then one day he asked me to be on his lively old man show. I wasn't sure if that was something that I wanted to pursue. He bought me every fucking day until my balls turned blue. Then one day I decided that I'd give it a go. And that's when it turned into two lively old men shows. Two lively old men shows. Two lively old men shows. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Two Lively Old Men, but with only 50% of us, which is me, Derek McLeod. And there's a reason why for this, and I will explain. So, uh, last weekend, we were supposed to meet up. Um, well, what happened is, I got this infection in my face, and it was terrible. And I went through hell, and it was the worst pain I ever had in my life. And I was misdiagnosed with the shingles, uh, but it ended up being an abscess tooth, and it was infected, and my whole face swelled up, and it was just, just great. And I had to go in to urgency care twice, and then they sent me to the emergency room, and I was admitted in the hospital. And uh, yeah, it was all a lot of fun, and they got me on antibiotics. Uh, it was crazy. And so I had to cancel with Eric, and he's never happy when we have to cancel um, because, you know, he really loves to do this, I know, and so do I. But, you know, it would have been impossible for me to do this. I actually missed work all last week because the infection got so bad, I had a fever and everything. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Now I'll probably get the shingles, but I am going to get my second single shot, so uh, you can count on that. As soon as I um, get this thing taken care of, my shingles shot, which will be my second installment, will happen. And I'm going to make sure of that for sure, for sure, for sure, because you know I'm going to get the shingles if I don't. I'll probably get the shingles if I do, but as long as I don't have shit on the shingles, I'll be happy. But anyway, so let's get down to some business here. So anyway, I thought I would try to do this by myself. Just, you know, for the few listeners we got, our few special listeners, maybe 10 or 11 people, that would be really cool. Um, my goal is 20, but hey, dare to dream. And anyway, so I had to ask Eric, you know, first, you know, hey, this is our thing, kind of. So I said, uh, hey, do you mind if I uh, try it myself since we've had some problems? And he said, no, go ahead. I was thinking the same thing. So here I am. 
And it works out good because I'm in a talkative mood. And I was in the house, actually, while my wife was trying to watch a TV show, and she kept having to pause it. And I could tell she was getting irritated, but she was nice about it. But I just couldn't shut up. So I said, hey, you know what? This would be a good time to do a podcast. And I'll do a few things, a few fun things that I've been thinking about lately. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So anyway, I'm starting to feel better finally. Um, uh, the antibiotics have kicked in. I got painkillers and, uh, you know, that always helps. And so now I think I could do this. So what should we start with today? I think I'll start with something I've been thinking about lately, and it was Neil Young. So recently, Neil Young um, wanted to pull all this stuff off Spotify, or maybe even did pull all of this stuff off Spotify. I'm not really sure, but it was because of uh, Joe Rogan um, said some stuff about uh, the coronavirus and things that pertain to that. And um, Neil Young just says it's false. I think it was over the vaccines, actually. Um, and uh, Joe Rogan has his own people, and, you know, he has them on. And You know, at first when I heard about it, I have to honestly say, you know, I was kind of on Neil Young's side, you know, because I, I mean, I trust in vaccines. I take a lot of vaccines, actually. Um, like I said, I was going to get the shingles shot next. That's a vaccine. And so... But I think everybody should have a right, you know, in America to do their research and, you know, get their own opinion on what's right or what's wrong. Um, I don't think anybody should be trying to block anybody from freedom of speech because uh, I think freedom of speech is very important. Um, if you're going to block, say, Joe Rogan because, you know, what he's saying is not true, you know, then... Uh, you have to uh, block our all our news sources a lot, you know, because a lot of stuff they report is not true. I mean, it just goes on and on, you know. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's reported that's just false. And it's just up to, you know, you as an individual to do your research and come up with, you know, your own opinion or on whatever it is. And... You know, do the right thing for yourself. And I don't judge anybody, you know. Uh, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Um, we don't need to hurt, we're not going to hurt each other, of course. And uh, we got our own opinions, and we can coexist. So that's all I think about that. Neil Young, I respect a lot. He's he's always been a kind of a protest-type person. He's wrote protest-type songs. And I respect his opinion, and I understand what he's saying. Um... And I agree with them to an extent. But, I mean, if you were to pull Joe Rogan off, I mean, that would be an infringement on his rights, I would say. Um, so, you know, you just got to let people do their own research. And, I mean, obviously, uh, lots of people listen to Joe Rogan because he's making a lot of money. So, uh, he's got an audience. And why should his audience be denied, you know, because of Neil Young? You know, so that's my opinion on that. And, you know, a lot of people probably disagree with me, and that's fine. I respect your opinion, too. But that's how I feel about that. 
we can't infringe on each other's rights. Otherwise, we're just going to have to block all the news sources and all the tabloids and all the stuff that entertains us, you know? Nothing's really true in this world, it seems. Um, you got to figure it out yourself. So, on that note, I respect Neil Young. Joe Rogan, I don't know much about. I thought he was a comedian. I didn't know that he was uh, had a talk show or whatever. Um, I guess I did, but I never really checked it out ever. Um, I know a lot of people listen to it. I might just check it out to see what all the hubbub's about. But uh, I like listening to things on the radio. I listen to podcasts all the time. I listen to Eddie Trunk. And I listen to uh, Howard Stern. Um, I listen to like music podcasts. I listen to uh, Tom Morello's show. Um, that's really interesting. He's got a couple shows on Sirius. Um, ones he plays music that he was influenced by the past. And you'd be surprised the variety of stuff he's listened to. And kind of makes me think of like... I have a really big variety of stuff I listen to. It ain't only rock, you know, all the time. Most of the time, but not all the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like podcasts. Sometimes, you know, music is my thing, but sometimes I take a break to kind of stimulate my mind with some, you know, listenings of some people's opinions. And um, I don't really watch the news much. The, the news kind of bugs me out. You know, I, I see the, you know, the real important stuff comes up and I'll pay attention to that. It'll be like playing maybe in the background, but I don't pay much attention to it unless my wife tells me about it. I'm trying to just stay away from it. It's a real downer, you know. Now we're going through another war we're starting over there and in the Ukraine and, you know, I'm just not real big on war, you know, and so... That's all I can really say about that. I don't really know enough to have an opinion on what's going on, so I won't say that. I just just wish we didn't have to kill one another. That's all. But on a positive note, I was thinking about on our podcast page, we had a best drummers list. And really, you know, if you really think about it, it's kind of absurd to uh, make a best anything as far as music goes because there's so much you know and you forget about this and you forget about that and you can't really say anybody's better than one another I mean people are just unique and that's what really makes them good and but I was thinking about a drummer that I missed on uh, our list and I got to mention him and he's since passed away uh, way back I'm I don't know maybe 10 years but it's the Rev off of N Sevenfold. Has anybody ever seen the Rev drum? I mean, this dude is just amazing. I mean, I've never seen riffs like that. I mean, in my opinion, I would put him up in the top five for sure. I mean, you know, when he died, um, I'm not sure exactly how he died. I think it was an overdose of some sort. Some say he might have killed himself and... Some say it was just an accidental overdose, but I'm not really sure. But it's just really sad and a waste of talent, like like so many. But damn, this guy's good. And the only one who could really take his place, because, you know, 
was uh, who I put on the list was Mike Portnoy. Uh, he was with Dream Theater, and he's had a bunch of super groups. Winery Dogs was my favorite with uh, Richie Kotzen. But, um, yeah, he did an album with Avenged Sevenfold when The Rev died. And um, I think it's because he was the only one who could do it, you know, quite frankly. And maybe, even maybe, he might not even be as good as The Rev. But I'm not saying that Mike Portnoy, but uh, The Rev was pretty impressive, I have to say. I think yeah, everybody should go online, check out The Rev. Um, Avenged Sevenfold, <laughs> amazing. And Avenged Sevenfold is a, an amazing band anyway. I mean, they, uh, I think they started their band in high school. And they kind of got a really hard sound. Metallica kind of reminded me of a Metallica type of sound. You know, with their music, um, the lead guitar, and, and they got some good lead guitars on that. I love it. I just love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, anyway, so, Avenged Sevenfold, The Rev. And then if you've got the time, you might as well check out the guitar players and the singer and the bass player and everybody else, because that band's tight. It's probably one of my favorite bands, at least in the top ten, for sure. As far as newer bands that came out in, I don't know, I think they might have came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. But man, they've been consistent with good heavy metal. And uh, yeah, check them out if you haven't heard of Venge Sevenfold. Oh, and uh, they have a song called So Far Away. And they dedicated that to the Rev. It's a beautiful song. Um, check that out too. So Far Away. Anyway, oh, and I almost forgot one drummer. Um, he always comes up on the list when I'm looking at, you know, best drummers. And I don't think he's, he's not considered rock and roll, more of a jazzy type drummer. But Buddy Rich, I mean, he's really old school. Um, I remember him a long time ago seeing him when I was a kid on like late night on like the Carson show and stuff like that. And I just remember, wow, this guy really impressed me. And he's, He's amazing. He's just entertaining to watch. I mean, Buddy Rich is just amazing. You guys got to check out Buddy Rich. I mean, he don't need to be in rock. You know, he don't need to be in any. He's just by himself as a drummer. It's like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. Buddy Rich, check him out. So anyway, I'm going to get off the topic of, of drummers. Um, I can hardly speak anymore, but um, I'm going to still speak anyway. I think my brain works faster than I can talk, so sometimes my words come out as, you know, mumble-jumble, but, you know, I'm trying. It's a work in progress. So anyway... Oh, yeah, I want to mention something kind of funny. Um, yeah, I went in the house, and... Uh, I sometimes like to wear a bandana on my head. Um, I usually wear it not as a headband, but I usually wear it over my whole head. But today I was wearing it as a headband. And I walked in the house, and my wife looks at me and goes, Oh, no. And I'm like, What's the problem here? And she goes, You look like that guy. Uh, you know, that rock star with the frizzed out hair and the big square nose. And then... So the only thing I could think of was, you know, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones, but she said it first, you know, she, you know, I think I'm coming up with Keith. 
And I'm like, okay, Keith Richards. And uh, so, you know, he's kind of been a joke on my Facebook. Um, we post a funny picture of Keith Richards and, you know, I love Keith Richards, don't get me wrong. Um, he's one of my favorites, actually, and the Rolling Stones is one of my favorite bands, and I think he's one of the most influential guitar players, you know, ever. Um, but he has gotten old, like we all do, and he doesn't look the same as he did when he was, say, in his 30s. And, and my wife says, you know, I looked like the older one. So I look like the Keith Richards, you know, with the bandana who stuck my hand in the fucking you know, electrical outlet and my hair frizzed out gray and, and uh, that's the Keith Richards I looked like. But hopefully not the Keith Richards, you know, picture that, you know, was posted on my Facebook page because that one was really bad. I mean, really bad. Um, but it probably resembled me at that moment. So I just thought that was a kind of funny story, you know. And I took it in pride. No, no, oh, I look like Keith Richards. Yeah, I'm a rock star. Yeah. But in all actuality... I looked like a, a, you know, a 78-year-old freaking man, you know, with that bandana on. So I changed it. <laughs> so anyway, I think I'll get to, get to some news that I, I read the other day that I thought was quite interesting. I noticed, you know, a lot of big stars have been selling their, you know, their songs their, you know, their whole catalog, you know, for a, a big, huge chunk of money. And I just noticed on on this internet Detroit News page that David Bowie, David Bowie's estate sells their songwriting catalog for a reported $250 million. You know, um, and I was thinking about that. Um, Bob Dylan sold his for, you know, a certain amount, which was a hell of a lot. And Neil Young on Howard Stern show said that somebody owns his, and you know he's got a still control over it, and he makes a lot of money off of it. But he, somebody else is in control of it and owns it. So uh, that's quite interesting. I don't know all the details of that, but I did hear that on the Howard Stern show by Neil Young himself. And anyway, I was thinking two hundred fifty million dollars for David Bowie's, you know, songwriting catalog. You know, actually, to be honest, I think that's uh, cheap. You know, I mean, I would think David Bowie would be worth at least eight hundred million. You know, at least. I mean, I know like Paul McCartney's what he owns is worth over a billion, and I get that he's a Beatle, but David Bowie wrote a lot of songs. You know, he wrote a lot of really good songs and. Uh, $250 million. I mean, I know that's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I could only dream of that kind of money. Even a million dollars in my bank account would be great. But uh, I just think that $250 million, I think whoever bought that got a bargain, you know. My Uncle Casey, he took me to see David Bowie way, way back in the 80s, uh, earlier 80s. Um, it was an experience. Um David Bowie was great. Um, the opening band was Duran Duran, which I really am not a fan of at all. I hate that band. And But David Bowie was worth it, the wait. And uh, actually people started crowding in, it looked like, when David Bowie was there. When Duran Duran was there, it wasn't quite as full 
until David Bowie got there, I remember, right? Um, but David Bowie, he just always put on a great show, and he's got so many songs, all the way back from, you know, the Ziggy Stardust stuff, you know, all the way till, you know, till he died, he was making music, so, um, yeah, David Bowie. I would uh, at least think it'd be worth uh, 800, 900 million, but that would be my guess. So I think somebody got a good deal because uh, what that music is worth uh, will will definitely be made back in time for sure. But that's all I got to say about that. You can tell I'm a David Bowie fan. Um, so to the next subject, let's see here on my page. I've been noticing as I've been, uh, you know, listening to YouTube videos, there's been a commercial in between, and it's a Dave Grohl's in it, and it's called, it's about a movie called Studio 66. And, uh, you know, I'm a big Dave Grohl fan. He's one of my favorites, and, you know, he does a lot of great music, and he seems like this the coolest dude um, dude, I'd love to hang around with if I ever had the chance, for sure. And uh, um, I idolize him as, as, you know, being one of the best drummers and then being a, one of the best frontmen and songwriters and guitar players. So I think he's great. But anyway, he's got this movie out, Studio 66. Um, it looks, you know, it looks a little cheesy but fun. It's a, like a supernatural comedy horror kind of thing and um, I think all the people in the band are in it and uh, I, I think the premise is pretty much you know they're trying to record their album in this place and it's just you know overrun with supernatural forces why it looks like to me and but um, I'm sure it will be entertaining I can't wait to see it you might have to get a little uh, high or maybe uh, maybe have a few uh, knock a few down to watch it you know have a little more fun with it um, but that's your choice or your preference. But I noticed there's also a few uh, guest stars in that show. Um, I noticed there's like Whitney Cummings and um, I think I seen Lionel Richie. Um, there's a few others. Um, I don't know who everybody is in the show, but I know a few of them. I love Lionel Richie. I think he's great. With uh, um. I don't know if he sings in it or if he's just a guest in it. Whitney Cummings, I think she's funnier than hell. Um, I, everything she does, I always like. Um, if you like girl comedians, check out Whitney Cummings. Um, or if you just like comedians. But she's cute to look at, too, also. So that's a good thing, too. Um, what else do I got? I wanted to mention the band Hailstorm. Um, Eric turned me on to Hellstorm, and I think his son turned him on to Hellstorm. But man, what that's this band is impressive, and they're really good. And uh, the other day I noticed that they, I think it's a new video because I didn't notice it before, and I check them out a lot, and it's called the Steeple, and man, it's just awesome. And then when I was checking them out, I was noticing that you know it looks like they're touring. And as you look at all the tour dates, I mean, they're sold out just about everywhere. So, I mean, they're very popular. So you better, if you want to see them on tour, you better 
get your tickets now, get them quick. Otherwise, they're going to probably be sold out by the time they get to you. So, Hailstorm, check out the video of the steeple. Uh, I love it. I'll probably watch it ten times after I'm done talking your ear off. Another thing I've been checking out lately is, you know, new bands. And I've been looking at, you know, sites that feature newer rock bands and stuff like that. And I came across this list of uh, 12 modern rock bands you need to know about. And so I started looking at the list, and um, I recognized a few, and I'll name a few. And when I get back together with Eric, I'll ask him to go over them before we get back together, and we'll give you our uh, opinion on, you know, these bands. And it will just be our opinion. You know, some people might love these bands. Some people may hate these bands. You know, it just depends on your style. But um, I've posted some of some uh, songs from this band, Dirty Honey. I think they're quite good. I love their style. They're like uh, rock music I like. And uh, check out Dirty Honey. Um, another one on the list here is called The Cold Stairs. And they're uh, from Kentucky, and you know they have a kind of a, a style like uh, Black Crows and Soundgarden and uh, Led Zeppelin, all kind of mixed. And uh, check them out. Uh, the Ghost Hounds. Um, I have, haven't got to check them out at all. They're on my list, but uh, maybe you can check them out first. Uh, I'll tell Eric to check them out. Uh, especially if I like them a lot. Um, what else do I got here? Um, the Blacktop Mojos. Okay, this is just from a list I have on the internet. Um, I'll check them out. Laura Cox uh, says, French rock guitarist and vocalist Laura Cox and her outstanding band released their new album, Burning Bright, in November 2019. Um, I've never really checked out Laura Cox, but I'll check her out. Um, we got the Stone Horses. Um, they're on my list. Um, on this list, they have some older ones here. Like I see Blackstone Cherry. I know that band. They've been around for a while. I, I love Blackstone Cherry. Um, they got Buck Cherry. Um, I like a few of their songs. Um, Erica's been trying to uh, push me on the Rival Sons, which... He doesn't have to really push me. I mean, they're really killer. Uh, I love them, um, but I got to check more of them out to really form my full opinion. But everything I've seen of them, they, they rock. Rival Sons. Um, on this list, they got Dirty Shirley. Check that out. Thunder Mother. I notice there's a lot of females uh, rocking these days, which is great. We love female rockers, and the more people who rock, no matter if they're female or male, the better. Uh, it's like this is a Canadian rock band called The Damn Truth. And I'll check them out. They're on my list. All these bands I'll check out, and I'll tell Eric to check out if I like them. And then we'll give you feedback. Um, the Immediate Family. Um, I never heard of them, but I will check them out too. It looks like that's about all for that list. Uh, I'll go over those, like I said. Tell Eric the ones I like. 
the one then we can talk about that on one of our next podcasts and we'll definitely do that uh let me see what else i got on my list here because my list is so long um it goes out the door like i said before it goes all the way to twalton i mean eric's holding the other side of my list and i'm like i don't know how many miles away but it's about a 45 minute drive so um where are we at here I'm kind of disorganized. Um, people who know me know I'm disorganized. I've always been disorganized. Hey, that's my problem. I'm disorganized. But uh, I'm getting better through time. It's another work in progress. Everything that, you know, I do bad mostly, um, my bad habits and stuff like that, I'm really working on. You know, I'm trying to evolve as a person. You know, even some of the ways I think, I'm trying to, you know, evolve on that. Um, uh I think I've came a long ways, actually. But anyway, so what else do we got here? I was thinking, as I was like rearranging my room, you know, I, I have a stack of CDs left, and me and Eric always talk about, you know, digital versus CDs versus records and this and that. And I don't have no records or even a record player. Um, I really wouldn't want one at this point. But I, I managed to save a stack of CDs, and I don't know how many it is, but I never listened to them because I've backed them up on digital-wise, so I have them there on different devices and stuff, and pretty much all the music I got is digital now. But just in case, you know, you have a car that ain't Bluetooth available, I save these CDs I got left. And I thought I'd maybe go through a few of them and... And just to see what I saved, you know, kind of nostalgia here. And the first one I have on top here is uh, ZZ Top. And uh, I love ZZ Top. Um, I don't know which one this is. It ain't Eliminator. Um, anyway. So I got Guns N' Roses here. Guns N' Roses Lies. I think that was their second album after Appetite for Destruction. I got Aerosmith. Uh, Just Push Play. That was a kind of a newer one in the... I don't know if it was the early 2000s or late 90s, but... Um, it was okay. Not as great as their you know, earlier shit, but pretty good. I got John Lennon's Very Best Of, which I have to say, every song is good on it, because maybe it's because it's John Lennon. Um, when Yoko sings, not so much. I don't like, but I'm not here to put Yoko down. Uh, I know it tripped Chuck Berry out. I saw this video of Yoko singing, and uh, John Lennon was singing a song with Chuck Berry, and... Uh, Yoko in the background did her thing, and Chuck Berry's eyes just got so huge. It was just the funniest thing I ever saw. He's like, what the heck is that? And uh, John Lennon didn't phase him or the band, you know. I mean, they're just used to it, I guess. So, But anyway, I have the Beatles' White Album, which is a, a double album, and it's one of my favorites, to be honest. Uh, I have it on my... Uh, backed up on my digital devices and it comes up randomly but I never really listened to the whole thing like I used to uh, let's see here I got Ted Nugent's Super Hits 
And I want to tell you how I got this Ted Nugent. I was talking about Ted Nugent with a, a guy at work, and uh, we were talking about you know his opinion, and he said, you know, we should uh, just run over Ted Nugent's uh, CD. So uh, I said, all right, well, bring your Ted Nugent CD, and you can put it behind my car, and I'll run it over. And he brought it, and he put it behind my tire, and I looked at it, and it had a lot of good songs on it. I'm like, I can't run that over, so I took it. Sorry. Uh, no matter what your opinion on Ted Nugent, he rocks, okay? So I got Dawkin. I love Dawkin. George Lynch is a guitar player for Dawkin. He's great. Um, Def Leppard. Um, I don't recognize this one. I don't even know how I got this one. It's not Pyromania. Oh, it's like a single. It's only got like three songs on it. I don't know. I kind of picked this stuff up here and there. Back in the day, it'd be like on a rack for a dollar. I'd grab it. Uh, I got Kid Rock, Rock and Roll Jesus. I really like it. <laughs> I like Kid Rock, Rock and Roll Jesus. It's a good song. I like that song particularly, too. It rocks. Uh, I got Monster Ballads. They used to sell these Monster Ballads with all these hair metal rock you know, bands, and uh, the ballads were great, so they're like, you know, soft songs by the bad boys. Uh, I got Abbey Roads by the Beatles, I mean, what can you say, it's the Beatles, it's the Beatles, man, um, almost everything they did is good, not every single thing, but almost everything, um, we got Metallica, Kill 'Em All, uh, I love that, um, Oh, I got the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I got about three Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think. Californication, and I don't know what this one is. This is the old one. Um, White Snake's Greatest Hits. I mean, you can never go wrong with White Snake. I mean, they got hits that go back, so they're great. I got another Beatles album, A Hard Day's Night. It's got more of their older shit. Uh, let's see. What more do I got? <laughs> I got more. I didn't think I'd be doing this this long. Let me go through this quick. I got the Sticks Greatest Hits. I got... Um, I got Journey's Greatest Hits. I got Iron Maiden. I don't even know what album this is. Uh, Game of Death. Is that what it says? I don't know. I never listened to it. I got Kiss. Uh, it looks like it says Monster. Um, it's one of their newer, newer albums. It's a pretty good one. I love Kiss. Anytime they put out albums, I like it. Uh, Poison's Greatest Hits. I like almost all the songs on there. Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. Black Label Society. Scorpion's Blackout. You know, we talked about Blackout, and there's no bad songs on Blackout. That's just a great, great album. Scorpion's is a great, great band. I got Jackal. My friend's my friend Jennifer Neighbors. Um, I think she's on our side, but she's she's a really cool person. But she loves Jackal. It's her favorite favorite band, I think. Um, Van Halen. I got a bunch of Van Halen. I'm not even gonna go through all the fucking Van Halens I got. I got another Iron Maiden. The Number of the Beast. That was probably the most popular one when I was a kid. Number of the Beast. Great White's Greatest Hits. I like Great White. They're kind of Zeppelin, bluesy sound and stuff. Uh, let me see, what else do I got? You can hear when I throw these down, can't you? The sound effects when I throw my CDs down. Oh, that's pretty loud. I got a few more, and that's it. I'm going to go through them very fast. 
and then I'm going to end the show with a song I've been working on, but it's not finished. Well, it's kind of finished, but I need to work on it still. But anyway, this is uh, Nazareth, Greatest Hits, uh, Tesla, Quiet Riot, uh, Ooh, Bob Marley and the Wailers. Gotta have some Bob Marley in the mix. Uh, Judas Priest. Uh, Eagles Greatest Hits. I'll try not to say uh, but I just do. Uh, Guns N' Roses. I got a few Guns N' Roses. How about this one? The Afro Man. Do you remember that uh, song, you know? Uh, I was gonna go to work, but I was high. I think it was school, but, you know, to me it's work. Um, that's it. That's all my list. That's everything. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one more stack here. Oh, I messed up. Sorry. I got one more Beatles. It's Beatles, The Beatles Love. This is like a mix somebody did with the Beatles song, sound, and it's real beautiful. It's got, you know, a lot of instrumental in it. And if you check it out if you never heard it. I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't have heard it. Are you under a rock and you don't check out the Beatles? Come on. Uh, oh, I got another Black Label Society, Motley Crue. I got every Motley Crue album. Um, Guns N' Roses Live Era. It's a double, and it's really good. It's got all their best hits. Um, oh, here's another Kiss. Oh, God, this shit keep popping up here. I got some more music than I ever thought. Oh, whoops. I dropped that right on the microphone. Hehe. <laughs> So, more Red Hot Chili Peppers. That looks like a real old one. I got ki another Kid Rock. I don't know what this is, but it looks like he's flipping me off. Yeah, he is. He's flipping me off. That's rude of Kid Rock. Trying to give him some credit here. And that's it. That's all my CDs. Now, I will end this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It's weird doing it uh, without Eric. Uh, Eric, I hope I uh, did an okay job. You know, you're the one who talked me into this stuff. So if I did a terrible job, just blame it on Eric. You know, because you know, it's Eric's fault that you have to listen to me. And uh, I hope somebody's listening to me because I mean, I'm usually talking to myself, and you know, nobody's listening ever. So. If at least one or two people listen, hey, then I did this for something. Anyway, I'm going to end you with a song. And uh, know, let me think about what song I'm going to do. I'll be back. I have to set up my stuff, and then I'll play my song. And then it, I guess it will be a surprise. I was going to do a certain song, but I don't even know if I want to do that song. So it will be a surprise. So everybody, peace. Eric, I miss you can't wait till we do our podcast again it's gonna be very soon and uh that's about it goodbye everybody
for you these arms just long to hold you hold you again I've seen a lot.